You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Liberty's six-game win streak is snapped by the Huskies. The run game was on TJ Green's shoulders. The guys will grade his performance and explain why the rare defensive struggles happened on Saturday. Plus, a special in-state battle ahead with the Hokies coming to the Berg. You're listening or watching the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Hey, we're not letting that UConn loss get to us. How no, is my how, turkey? They go. I mean, I mean it's, a, it's more. Listen, if you're crazy, yes. Yeah. That's how you do a turkey. I have no idea. Oh, Wait, turkey, don't me. The turkey goes for you, all yeah. you hunters out there who know what I'm talking about. It's a clock. It's a, yeah. And then the gobbler goes. Whoa. Is there any chance Whoa. we could be hearing this on the broadcast? This week? It, it could happen. It could, it could happen. happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Flames are hoping that it's hunting season on ah. Saturday. We'll get to that yeah. a little bit later. But going into this, this time last week, everyone was calling this UConn game. Trap a trap game. Yeah. Starting with Matt, starting with our yeah. very own Matt Warner. Yeah, the, the broadcaster's he, curse. Saint his first I mean, rodeo. I'm not saying it was a bold prediction. We wouldn't <laughs> go that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're definitely not getting no, any insight no, from Coach Freeze on Wednesday. No. Guys, rodeo. again, good news. We are broadcasting the game on Saturday. <laughs> it is going to be. Joe was already awesome hyping at himself up. Yeah, I mean, pumped. the game had barely. It was barely all zeros in the UConn game, and Joe's no, tweeting no. out about like, "Hey, but don't worry." Oh, I'm not even talking about that. I'm not no. even talking about that. I'm just listen saying to you. I am listen excited. To you. Uh, listen, listen, there was the reason I did that yeah, is you me. said it. You said it best. We don't okay? need to go into that. Yeah. So, no, no, listen, listen, this is important. This, this is, is where we get in trouble. Right? Right? Is that it's not about it, us. It was it's right. It wasn't but things were a little bit hectic on yeah. the on the on the Twitter. We needed to calm, <laughs> calm it down, calm the brakes. And how yeah. better to calm it down yeah. than the two voices Joe of Yacht, reason. Re- voice of reason. I actually yeah. Do yeah. Love That's all this we're trying to do. Because if yeah. you look at Joe Yock's tweet, he yeah. actually yeah. includes yeah. me. Because yeah. usually oh. when Matt is posting anything yeah. on his Twitter, oh. it's always about oh. well, him and his stress. Hey, don't let me blame Eli, it's the character limit. If they gave me more. Um but and guess what? Guess in my in my tweet Twitter profile, mm-hmm. you're in there. I'm Thank you so much. Three of us. It is exciting like, You tell we're trying to avoid. I talking. know. Honestly, when was the last time we did a game together? It was because we didn't have BYU. I don't know. It was a long time ago. And so Ak- you you Akron? have two road no. games. No, no, Gardner Webb. Gardner Webb. Gardner Webb. Yeah. So it's just going to be exciting to be back on the call on Saturday. Certainly. And it should be a full house with some so we'll see if they show up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll see how many. How many fans Hokies are there. Yeah. versus Flames yeah. fans. Um, Wait, you don't think it's going to be a full house? No. Well, we'll see. We'll see how many tech fans the way the yeah. season has gone oh, for them yeah, to show you. up. Hopefully, it's a full house. You know, Coach Free saying yeah. in his press conference, we need Flames Nation to show up. But let's look back yeah. at this game against UConn. Like we said, trap game. What are your guys' first thoughts on the game? Matt, do you want to start with what Hugh yeah. Free said? Well, I think I'll get to that. But I think the first thought I had was, and it was confirmed from Freeze and also Josh Aldridge, is defensively this team was flat at the beginning of the ballgame. And so much of the success this team has had, I feel like has come from 
the defense, right? The defensive line, especially. And it, they felt flat. The energy, energy wasn't there at the outset. And they end up falling behind 14-3 to start this ball game. And then you're digging yourself out of the hole. And you're here for you know much of the ensuing you know, rest part of that game. So that was the first part that kind of stood out. Yes, there were the injuries. That's also a factor. You didn't have uh, Mike Smith Jr., uh, Quentin Reese, freak injury and warm-ups that, that kept him out. So you're down a couple of guys. Mod Walker ejected. Walker ends yeah. up in the, isn't around for the fourth quarter, basically. But you, the, the defensive line, is, they, they're the ones that bring the energy, mm-hmm. right? Your Kendy Charles, Darrell end up playing all right. But some of those guys, that's kind of where it all starts for that Liberty defense, I feel like. And they were flat early. They end up struggling to stop the run. They end up, well, they give up 209 rush yards. That was the most Liberty has allowed since UAB in week two. And so you just got beat at the point of attack. And that that was the surprising part to me. I didn't see that coming. And for UConn, a team that can't pass it, hasn't really at all this year. They barely threw for 100 yards in this game. You knew what was going to happen, what they were going to try to do. We still couldn't stop it. No sacks. First no game sacks. all year, no sacks. First game all year, no sacks. What did you see from the game film? Well, I saw that UConn, when you watch them, and I went back and watched the game, the actual co- coach's copy game yeah. film, I saw that UConn was a very improved, very well-coached football team, and they were, I think they're underrated. And I think that on the offensive line, they're big, they're physical, uh, they run the football well, the quarterback did some things that that uh, kept got the ball in his hands quickly, kept Liberty's defense off balance. Uh, there were a couple mental errors early by Liberty defensive line. The long run, mm-hmm. the really long run early in the game that happened uh, was, a, was a miscommunication, a mental error on the defensive line. Uh, but overall, I was really impressed by UConn in many ways. Yes, I agree with you. I think there was some, it was a little bit flat. 18 but, missed tackles Yeah, well. the, the, and, and yeah, so I think unlikely. the loss of Mike Smith was really, really big. The touchdown that was scored late was a wrap-up. It was a wrap-up tackle that was that he just bounced off of. But if you tackle properly and get your arms around him, you're either going to slow him down enough for somebody else to make the tackle or you're going to make a tackle yourself, and that play doesn't happen. So the loss of Mike Smith I thought was big. Uh, but uh, UConn, we, there's a couple turnovers that were created. Yeah. Liberty defense still created some turnovers. Yeah. Um, but in many ways, when you look at the Arkansas film on their offense and you look at UConn, UConn just played better. They, I mean, they just they yeah. just flat out they 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 physically they they their linemen know who to block. They do a good job on angles. They did a good job blocking our guys. I thought at many times I do agree it's sluggish to begin with, but the guys were playing hard. I think Liberty's defense was playing hard. I think UConn needs to get a lot of credit. I think they have they've got a good they won six games, and they've got a good football team. And we need to much you improved. Know, Jim Moore's is, a good coach. It's Jim. It's yeah, Jim Moore, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. We need to put this in perspective because the amount of wins that Liberty is sitting here wouldn't be possible without Liberty's defense. Absolutely. Like these are yeah. rare. Absolutely. This is a rare. That's why this was kind of, this was shocking. Because if you go the week prior to, you know, the PFF top graded offensive line yeah. in the nation, you got pros on that offensive line mm-hmm. for, for Arkansas, the biggest, best O-line free says they'd seen since he'd been here at Liberty, and we whipped them. Yeah. And then you come to UConn, and it, now you're saying, like, maybe. I'm telling you, Arkansas, when you look at the film, yeah. Arkansas was just, they were ready to play that game. They were not ready to play. They overlooked Liberty, and they weren't ready to play the game. That UConn, UConn, they were—they're a good football team. Do they're you think better. Liberty? Like, like, oh, it's Liberty. Well, like, yeah. like, I don't—I wouldn't say Liberty didn't. The kids on defense, the players on defense, didn't play hard. 
I felt as if they were flying around and they were trying to play. There were some mental mistakes. I got them. A yeah. few. The, both the, the well, the long run and then the touchdown. It, the defensive line, linebacker. There was some. There was some. There were bad places on on those two plays that cost them a lot. So, do you think watching this game, Liberty overlooked UConn? In, in a way, maybe. In a way, maybe. You know, maybe. you're coming off of two yeah, huge right. emotional. Here, here, here's wins. the thing. Here's the thing. And this is, I say, this is where it's really hard to get to become when you're building a program. Right, and you're trying to establish a culture within building that program, and you, Liberty's done that. Coach Freeze yeah. has done that, okay, and they established a winning culture. Now, the next step, and which is maybe the hardest step for 18 to 21 year old young men to be able to do, is to consistently do it through an entire season. That's why in college football you see so often these head scratching losses, mm -hmm. teams that shouldn't be losing this yeah. week, like so and so beat who. For what, how did that happen, right? Because it's very hard to get with the Alabamas, the Michigans, the Ohio States, a team that week in and week out that they will consistently show up and win every single football and play well every football game. You're always in the pro – this is all part of the process. And that last part of being consistently on top, consistently winning may be the hardest. Which is why almost in every press conference from Hugh Freeze, he's, he reminds us it is hard right. to win yes. college football games. Well, it's also hard to handle success. Yeah. Right? Once it's again. easy when you're a two-touchdown underdog at Arkansas to feel like we've got to lay it all on the line. Or when you're an underdog at home against BYU. Yep. Flip the script. Suddenly you're the one – that, that is the favorite. Suddenly, it's the underdog that is the hungry team trying to knock you off, and it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. So, Coach Freeze reminding us in his press conference today also that, you know, we need our defense to be playing the way it has all season because we don't necessarily have an offense that's going to be putting up a bunch of numbers. Looking at the quarterback situation from this last game, what are your takeaways? Because, you know, Freeze said that he liked the packages of Salter, but then Salter wasn't really executing those well. Yeah. JB, what were his final numbers? 23, a 37, 201 yards, TD, and a pick. Uh, I was surprised to see Salter out there. Yeah, to me too. To be honest too. with you. I thought JB had done enough to kind of solidify, like, this is my job. Unless I really, really struggle. There's no reason to make a move. And I know Free said he had a package for Salter. But then he said, he, well, Salter didn't execute it the way we wanted to. He didn't motion a guy when he was supposed to. He didn't see the guy. But, but JB had missed opportunities. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I guess my thing is, we go back to when Salter was playing before the injury, and he did some great things. A lot of that was kind of unscripted, right? And Freeze, even in the wins, was saying, boy, I need to get him to to get on the same page with me in terms of what the offense is. There are plays that are there that are built in. It doesn't all have to be this kind of freelancing style. So I was surprised that him then not playing for, what, four or five weeks, that then he would throw him out there in those situations. And he even kind of said, yeah, he still didn't. He still missed some of those things that we need him to see on the field. Obviously, the biggest mistake was the fumble that turned into a scoop and score. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so yeah, I, I, JB did not play great. He would say that as well. But I was surprised that they didn't just ride with him and they tried to get maybe a little bit cute at the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a big JB fan. Yep. You know, and I'm maybe a little bit old school, and that is the fact that JB came in uh, in the two biggest games and with a lot of pressure on him on a national stage, and he did a great job. No doubt. And to me, he 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 earned the right to be the guy. You're the guy. Now, with that being said, 
Coach Freeze, Coach Austin, they know what they're doing, right? So when you say, okay, wait, we got a couple. You're, we're not sitting in that quarterback room, sitting in the game plan and what's going on. But they're, they, hey, we got a couple packages for Caden. But at the same time, I'm with you from the aspect of he he was he had been sick. He is coming yeah. off that injury and he hadn't a lot of practice time. You're playing in a game like this. JB had really solidified himself the past two games. And when I when I see that, I go, man, I, I gotta I gotta ride ride or die with with JB. Yeah, that's and, me personally. And you have to remember the run game was definitely right. and um, so if you wanted a to, missing or we're thinking like, here. okay, maybe we have things to supplement the run game. I guess you could use that as as a reason. But Salter wasn't apparently healthy enough to travel to Arkansas the week before. Right. He wasn't What's travel. the rush? So and, it, eh. and the thing is with JB is what it, one of the areas in where his game is most improved is within his pocket presence to still throw the ball as things start to break down yeah. and then his ability he's not obviously not a a, a you know some elite runner but his natural he ability his to, to pick yeah. his spots and then be able to scoop up in the yeah. pocket and be able to take off and so he he does run he does give you an option in the running game in, in many ways uh, this running game just really hurt with the, uh, yeah. the loss of day day hunter um he'll yeah. be out six months I, you know, prayers out to him to, to heal up quickly. And then uh, Shedro Lewis, yeah. um, unfortunately, his father passed unexpectedly. So also praying for him. His funeral was on Saturday, so he was unable to attend this UConn game. We should see him yeah. um, here at Virginia Tech or um, at the Virginia Tech game this Saturday. But TJ Green, you know, now now you're handing the rock hey. over to him, and I'm actually pretty impressed yeah. with, you know what? with his numbers. You come out, a guy that hadn't had many carries at all on the season. In fact, even just looking, he had like, he had, so 33 carries, he had 24 of his 33 carries came on Saturday. Yeah. So, yes, he played well. What if well. said 58 plays? He was in for 58 yeah, plays? Yeah, he runs for 119 yards and a score, five yards a carry. But you could see it down the stretch, mm -hmm. and Freeze said it. He was gassed. He he was, yeah. and, and Freeze said, you know, we we've been doing extra conditioning with him, Dom's yeah. been working with him extra, but you can't you can't simulate game, that. Game, you can't right. you can't right. you know practice that. And and so that that was a shame. The fact that he just wasn't quite himself there at the end. But all in all, you run for 267 yards in this game, so you don't really say, well, if only we've been able to run right. the ball. They found other ways. The Demario 75-yard touchdown right. run. Yeah. You found other ways yeah. to make that work, and so. It's hard to blame the run game. Do give a lot of credit to T.J. Green. Do you like some of those plays that they installed with Demario yeah. Douglas in the run game? Yeah, it's great. I mean, he he he's at another level out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially yeah. when you when you watch the film of him, he's just at another level out there. And then to be able to say, okay, we're you know you need that explosive breakaway runner that can take you the distance, and and you figure out a way to get involved in the run game. They did a good job with that. Yeah, definitely want the ball in Demario Douglas's hands. However, you need to do that. Okay, so moving forward this week, Coach Freeze is saying, okay. I'm, I just want to see who's going to take advantage of their reps in practice as far yeah. as the quarterbacks. But before we get to that, yeah. Matt is reminding me there are two plays yeah. from this game that Coach Freeze mentioned in his press conference yeah. that he would change. Yeah, he said in the press conference, you know, he felt like he called an okay game. He was like, there's two plays I would do differently. And so it's like, all right, so what, what, what would those be? And it actually was on the same drive. So Liberty, they had the ball. It was second and one at the Liberty 45. This is in the fourth quarter. Liberty down by five at this point. Second and one at their own 45. They pass. They try to hit Yarbrough incomplete. Freeze said, in that situation, I should have, instead of making it, hey, JB, it's an option to run or pass, should have taken the pass out of it, not even given them the option, run the ball, try to get the first down and second down. 
they didn't do it. So then it was third down, Malik Caper stuffed for no gain. So you're talking fourth and one on Liberty's side of the field. Mm. Liberty 45-yard line, late in this one, but but not that late. There was still plenty of time. I think it was like eight minutes or something left. Freeze elects to go for it. And they end up with a swing pass to Malik Caper. You lost four yards mm. on the play. And then UConn scores on the short field. They go up, and that was the final score, 36-33. And Freeze said he would have changed the decision if he could do it over again and punted it, which I would agree with as well. You're leading at that point. And even with the defense struggling, who has been the unit that has yeah, been the most consistent delivery with Cat? Put it on their shoulders. Yeah. So he should have. And he also said, and if I had gone for it again, I should have drawn up something differently, the play itself. But that was such a huge moment in the game. And again, we talked about it even last week. Sometimes coaches, it seems like more now than anything. And Free said in the post game, the analytics said to go for it. They're so focused on burying the other team, ending yeah. it now, making it a two-score game or whatever, that sometimes I think that outweighs the, yeah, but, like, number one, does the play, the analytics don't factor in the play call. They right. don't know what you're going to call. Right. And then what, what's this season been? Like, let's look at yeah. this as right. in the holistically, yeah. right? Who have we been? I want to put it on, even though we call them out a little bit for the start to this game, the defensive line, late in the game, Who's been the unit He's that has shut you. things down? Yeah. You think about it, UAB. <laughs> you think about against Gardner-Webb. You yeah. think about those games where it's yeah. something like the defensive line, end of a game, they've got it done. Yeah, I, I can see why he thinks he probably should have punted it in retrospect. But we have to give Coach Free some credit because the fact that a coach would actually not only <laughs> right. bring this up. This is what I love about Freeze. Admit yeah. it yeah. and explain what he would done, what he would have done differently. How many, yeah. and, I how mean, many times, so Joe, do you hear coaches in a press conference where someone's like, okay, you made this questionable decision. It didn't work. Would you do this over again? And they say, absolutely, 100 out of 100. And you're like, really? Because it would have failed. Like, it did fail. Why would you do I wouldn't change a thing. Really? Well. Because it didn't work. Freeze, I really appreciate his honesty. And then he says, yeah, these, it did not work. I would not do it again. He's honest. He's transparent. And he's, he's a, I don't know, maybe humble or aware enough to say that, like, yeah, I, I messed up. I wouldn't do that again. Yeah. I, I really, really do appreciate that because so many coaches would not say that. Yeah. They would just say, I'll do it again. We'll line up right now. We'll do it again. Well, that's not a great decision. Yeah. You know? Coaches have a tendency to get a little defensive when yes, you ask those do. type of questions. And so, yes, it's transparency and honesty in, the, in is very good. Are you okay, Joe? You've been really Joe's been quiet. been down today. Are you give me a What's turkey? What's going on, Joe? Give me a hokey. What are you talking about? I'm sitting here. If if I'm looking for a home loan and oh. I'm looking for somebody to call, it's not this little soft-spoken guy sitting across from me right now. What the is flame, going on, Joe? I don't understand The Flame this. Central Podcast. Oh, it's one game, Joe. You know, it's one game. The Flames will be fine. Buy Alcova Mortgage. Flames will be fine. The, the Flame Central Podcast wouldn't be possible without Alcova Mortgage. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. What thank are you so, powered by right now, Joe? Yeah, you're pow- you need to be powered by <laughs> I can't something. Believe this Let is- me check your battery pack. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, I think it's because I have my golf shirt on. It's a little close. It's, it's just chilly. Cold. I saw you had a little zipper. It's, it's cold in the studio. I hope our camera's got yeah. that. You're, you didn't give a violent shiver. If you are looking to buy a home. You know, I have a whole fall collection. Do you switch over your closet? No white pants after, what is the day? Labor Day. Okay, if you are looking to buy a home. I love my white pants. Get in touch with Joe Yuck. Go to the Google machine. Get on the Google machine. Yeah. Joe Yock, J-A-U-C-A. Look at J-A-U-C-H. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, was yeah. I was like, hey. I was like, look, oh. Jay, <laughs> looking to purchase or refinance yeah. a home. It, it, I, I actually got a really good lead. 
Yes, some folks are from, reaching from out. Folks reaching Central. out to me from the Flame Central podcast. Awesome, guys. So, I say, so thank you so much for that. Look forward to more of this. Keep going yeah. to Joe Yag because we got to keep All the right. Flame okay, Central I'll podcast I'll, yeah. powered. I'm going to need something from you here yeah, at the back I mean, end. Yeah, you guys so, coming down um, hard on me. <laughs> okay, so like I was saying, it will be interesting to see which quarterback is going to take the reins of this team at well, practice yeah. because where is Charlie Brewer, you're wondering? Yeah. Well, Apparently, he was throwing a lot of picks in practice last week. Coach didn't yeah. feel Please like didn't he comfortable. was consistent he or yeah. comfortable. So, um, we'll Listen, be in- just stop with all this. Oh, come on. That's fake, that, that's okay, fake enthusiasm right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, if you had to put your money on it, I don't know if this is a bold prediction or not. Who is going to be under center oh, against no, it's no Virginia doubt. Tech? There's no doubt. There's no quarterback Even if Charlie Brewer's coming yeah. out hot yeah. in practice? There's okay. no quarterback controversy. I'm, not, no, I'm that, just that's trying why, to – that's why there's same, no energy this in this podcast yeah. this week. I'm just trying to keep Here the listeners, go. like, you know, interested. That's why when JB played the way he played, he's got to be the guy. Yeah. And he's playing he's, – he, he's playing with – he had the one ball that sailed on yeah. him. They picked that off. But – I'm telling you, he got to got to ride with JB and, and, and go with him. And to his I'm credit as well, go with him. yeah, despite Emily's best. I am trying. You try to get You bring Brewer. You bring Salter. You bring JB. Yeah. You got you got Nate Hampton in coming into the game. You got like hey, we're going riding with JB. We're going with JB the rest of the way. And here, keep this in mind, despite what Emily says, uh, that that yeah, second just, to last drive when Liberty had the ball. Yeah. Third and nine, JB threw a strike that would have been a first down. Unfortunately, that was the only mistake DeMario made all day long. He couldn't hang on to it. Or else you're moving the chains, you got something going. So, like, that could have changed everything, this game right there. So don't put, yeah, I don't know. You guys are putting this on me. I'm trying to create conversation because you guys are being super lame today. So I'm just like, okay, well, what's something else to talk about? All right, um, well, hopefully the defense will look a lot more like itself um, this week against Virginia Tech. I don't know what the situation will be on on Mike Smith Jr. and Quentin Reese, but Sounds they like seem both, to be. There's a chance they play. There's hopeful, a, yeah. I, I believe, is what Aldridge said. But you know, just those two guys, their energy and leadership. You know that that was missing um, on Saturday against UConn. Ahmad Walker will be out the, the first, first half. half. That, that concerns me. That yeah, also yeah, hurts. Yeah. Um, but looking ahead to Virginia Tech, you're like, oh, this team's riding a seven-game losing streak. However, a lot of these games that they lost aren't by many points. And when you look at Liberty's record, a lot of the games that they've won aren't by many points. So wow. Aldridge said in his press conference today that we could very easily have the same record as Virginia Tech if some of these plays didn't go our way well, that's like Tech. Total coach speak. Co- oh, like, that's total. That's no, total. No, no. But, I'm trying but to make no, this more dramatic. I, I agree. I agree. Liberty could be in a, a different situation. N- not the same record as Virginia Tech. But, yeah, you think I about know. the, you think about the Gardner-Webb game, right? You think about, you know, UAB was tight. Uh, Southern Miss. Even Akron. Yeah, the Southern Miss, obviously. Uh, yes. In fact, our boy, Damian Sordelet, which, oh. by the way, well, I did, a lot of pl- I did I know. confirm Sordelet, not Sordelet. We are, I haven't said it right this whole time. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought he, he was said, French. Because we asked last week, we said, hey, he should look and see teams that have scored exactly 21 points. Liberty was 4-0, scoring 21 points. Yeah. Has anybody else done that? He said he went through like half a college football oh and couldn't find anybody. So safe to say it's probably, probably Liberty. Okay. One. But yeah, you talk about that, and that we go back to the defense again. They have saved Liberty's bacon on more than one occasion this season. But, yes, there have been a handful of games that haven't quite broken or have broken for the Flames and been very, very, been very tough. I mean, so, yeah. And look at Virginia Tech. 
I mean, I'll tell you, if everybody's hating on Virginia Tech, like they're they were up what 21-3 against NC State. Okay. Georgia they, Tech too, weren't they? Georgia up? Tech, Most they were up big like against the them. Almost, I, I mean, so they have some things that they can look at and be very, very positive. I guess some things are very bad, but yeah. they've got some things that they can be extremely positive about. Um at Pitt, they were in the game with Pitt. And Pitt pulled away late in the game. The score wasn't indicative of how really how the game went, but they were right there with Pitt. So I mean, Virginia Tech's not. They've been offensively challenged. Offensively, they're they're pretty challenged. A little under 19 points a game, nine touchdown passes. Nine you know what I'm most excited about? What's that? Okay, so when when are we doing our when are we doing our call with Coach Pry? I don't know yet. It's one, one someday this week. Okay, but I. You gonna be on that this week? I'm on it every weekend, Lisa. Don't try to take a shot at me <laughs> in the podcast. That is undeserved. That's okay, right. so that's just not fair statement. You are really emotional today. Yeah, I'm getting. What, what were you <laughs> taking? <laughs> when you start taking yeah. shots, one game. We start taking. We start taking shots at me. Like, hey, yes, I'm gonna get a little touch bit defensive. Yeah. Finally, we're getting, so now they're life. sticking when around. Hey, I make a mistake. I'll own up to it. That's right. I got no problem with that. But don't take random shots at me that just don't make sense. <laughs> now, here's the thing. <laughs> I graduated as a Tar Heel, yeah. right? But I married a Hokie. Right. Okay? And and I live now in Central Virginia. Yeah. So I'm surrounded by Hokies. Can't but I can't get away from it. And then my all my my whole wife's side of the family, is, it's just Hokie, 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 right? Tech, Hokey. tech, 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 PPI, Virginia yeah. Tech, Hokie. I mm-hmm. hear it all the time. And so I told her this morning, I said, I'm going to be interviewing Coach Pry. Yeah. And, oh, boy, she got Dina Yock's going to be interviewing Coach Pry. Well, she, well I mean, Dina's asked Paul hard Stennett, questions. Paul her brother's yeah. going to be interviewing So I'm like, so now I got everybody yeah. calling. This one, I want to yeah, know. Dina's going to ask hard, her hard first, hitting questions. Her first thing, I said, well, is there something that you would like me <laughs> yeah. to ask him? Yeah. She said, I've got a whole laundry oh, list. Because she's really into it. Yeah. Like, she's into college football. She said, I got a whole laundry list. And the first one started with, what the heck is going on? Well, listen, oh, yeah. if anyone remembers Dina talking to the school board a couple years back, <laughs> I would not want to be on go the on, other side okay. of her in one of go her hard-hitting on interviews. The YouTube. Go yeah. on the YouTube. That's all I'm going to say. And Google Bedford yeah. County School Board meeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. And then. Uh, yeah, you'll see Dina. I told you. Yeah. I got to hear she, about this. She may, be, she may be 5'2", but, yeah. boy, she, bring, she brought the <laughs> heat. Brought don't you mess yeah, with the no, kids. No, don't no, you mess with the kids. We're going to be on the Teams call with Coach and all these like random numbers just start. Can this join? Can, yeah, can this yeah, number join? Yeah. It's this just number? I'm going to admit yeah. all of them. It's just them. Joe's in-laws. Yeah. 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 I'm sending that out. Oh, my gosh. Blaster can, email. Put it on your Twitter. Blaster. Yeah. Anyone would like to win. All right. Any other? Oh, we have some exciting um, updates with the Flames Fantasy Draft, but or right. the Flames Fantasy League. We'll yeah. get to that in right. just one second. Anything else that you? Well, well, what about more Virginia Tech football? We didn't I, talk about this I game. I don't. Out. I mean, talk more about that. I mean, it's a huge one. I think it will be very interesting. The fan situation because it is so close. I think there's going to be some added motivation for Virginia Tech. It's one of those games where are I feel the like students going to stay at all. That's or? the question. That's, that's part of the I'm question. Saying. I hope they do. Um, the other thing is this I is one of those games that you kind of continue to establish yourself as a player, Legit. right? Yeah. And, and to those outside of this circle. I think we all understand Liberty's been ranked now, what, two of the last three years, that Liberty should get more national respect than they do. But this is, again, one of those games for people that don't know the casual fan, the uh, the national folks that don't pay close attention to just remind people how far this program has come. And it's not just some little school in the nestled in the foothills nestled of the Blue Ridge the Mountains. That's how Matt- this is a player. This is one of the big dogs. And if you knock off, or you're not knocking off, you're a favorite. If you beat Virginia What's Tech here, I think it was 
Liberty opened as an eight-point favorite. I really? think you beat Virginia Tech at home, you're just reminding everybody. Yeah. And you're reminding everyone in the region as well yeah. that, hey, there's a new player in town. Yeah, it's right? and, and, this there, is ours. and that would be for recruiting. You beat them there, you beat them here. Yeah. Great for recruiting. Yeah. They have a lot of recruits coming this weekend. Yes, they're going to be a lot. Yeah. There so you go. A lot of official great, visits. Great so. There you go. Don't you always open up every broadcast with Nestle in the mountains? I do not open it. Uh, <laughs> really Nestle sure. in the footballs um, of the You know, Javon Scruggs yeah. uh, spoke to the media today, too, and he's from this area. He just talked about how special this game is yeah. because, you know, he never thought that he'd be playing uh, Virginia Tech at Williams Stadium, right. which is, you know, we Incredible. see this issue – so With cool. scheduling for men's basketball here at Liberty, like no one wants to come here to play. The fact that Virginia Tech and McCall got right. this game for, right. for Tech to come here is Make huge. Them regret it. I, I just think that this is just big for the city in general. Well, I mean, for, for the person, Ian McCall, did he do when he was here when all these scheduling was done? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Right, so to be able to get this schedule, like to say – that, all right, we want to take the program to the next level. We want to go with the, to, with the big boys. And to be able to get BYU on the schedule, Arkansas on the schedule. Wake Forest. Wake Forest yeah. on the schedule. And now Virginia Tech on the schedule. I mean, that was a big step. And kudos to him yeah. for being able to do that because that that's really what's el helped elevate the program to the next level because, hey, as, as great as it is, but when you got – New Mexico State coming in the right, next week. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot different than than what this is. So kudos to the to Ian McCall the feeling, scheduling. Yeah, I have a feeling the students will stay. I hope so. I, I think this is I a huge so. game for Liberty. I don't see how. Listen, you got. You got. If you're a cool it's student, a noon, you'll it's stay. a noon kick. Leave in the afternoon. Yeah. You can still get home for Thanksgiving. What's Absolutely. the rush? Yeah. What's the rush? Um, all right. So it's a problem. There's a lot of Yankees here. Mm. A lot of Yankee students in there. <laughs> it's a, they're going to got to go back to Pennsylvania, New York. All those kind of plays. So it's a long, it's a long drive. It's gonna be interesting to see how that, yeah. how that, how that plays. I mean, out. we're sitting, sitting here telling everyone to go to the game, and then no one's gonna be listening to us. But it's that's oh, okay. You, you can like watch on your yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> couple notes on men's basketball. They played at Alabama on Friday. Uh, yeah. And what's our Flames fantasy update? Yeah, let's <laughs> jump. Let's jump. <laughs> hey, I had to do pretty I know good. You. Can we do? Can yeah. we go to that? Let's, let's go. go. Quickly, let's go, go to get that out because right. it's, I don't want to. It's a downer. This week. Emily, 22.3 points. She was led by Darrell Johnson, who had 16 and a half. He was the one guy that just carried the loafer. Joe Yock, I believe this is, this is a season record, 68.3. He had How Demario went 68. Demario oh. went berserk. TJ Green went berserk. Javon did well. I had a season low 13.2. Oh. I, I had, oh. well, oh, Mike thanks. Smith Jr. and Shedro both being oh, out. That, are, that didn't feel good. Things potentially so, get interesting. Oh my God. Please. Emily's still in first, 34.4. But Joe oh, no, no, is no, three, significantly. 334.4. Three, three 342. Let's just round it. 342. <laughs> Joe has moved into second place at 318. He is closing the gap. I have 286. So it's looking, I'm in big trouble. Great. But Joe Yock has a chance. I need to exchange Day Day Hunter for someone. It's too late. It's too late. We, none of us have exchanged all year long. You just got to ride with it. The there good. we go. He's grittying right now. In your face, Joe Yock, uh, the seated gritty right now. I don't. Okay. Well, so there you go. Hey, real fast, real fast. Bold predictions because I got to I gotta get out of here. Okay. Uh, M, your bold prediction, it was Shedra related. So that obviously that didn't work. Uh, Caleb Sneed, I had him 100 yards and a TD. Oh. Uh, 
Uh, Joe had Demario Douglas no. punt return TD. No, Fine. close enough. But it was pretty close. You, had a, you, you had really a are the winner touchdown. of this podcast. I'm, 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 Your bold predictions have see, been now, strong. You know the what? F- Thank you for trying to win me back over. I know. Yeah, it's um, not going to work. Yeah. Flame Central yeah. Podcast is powered by Alcova bold Mortgage. Prediction. But um, I want to hit on, before we get to a bold prediction, men's basketball looking yeah, to bounce, bounce back, back tonight against North Carolina NC Central. Central. Uh, it's going to be a battle. They're pretty good. They played uh, UVA home. close. They, okay. lost, they took App State to overtime. It's at home tonight. I have a feeling Richie McKay getting the boys' attention here the last couple of days. That was yeah. the worst loss in six years. Uh, I don't think that will sit well with Coach McKay. I expect to see a very focused team tonight. Okay, bold predictions. Looking forward to the Flames bouncing back what because got, this is going to be a Anything? good season. You've been dialed in on your bold High expectations. A lot of pressure here to nail it. I'm going to go with... You go ahead. I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, this is see, this is you two. You uh, two I'll go first. I'll you, go first. No, no. You two's lack of preparation for bold. I, I said this on Twitter. The lack know. of preparation for your bold predictions is glaring. Who is, is glaring. winning the Nick, Flames Fantasy League? This fantasy or bold predictions? No, this is no. No, it's not called the fan yeah. Flames Fantasy. It's the Flames Reality League. This is bold predictions. Do you know how much? You know how much? Um, Can I make my bold prediction? I have to go. leave. I'm out of time. Uh, two tight end touchdowns for the Flames, and they win. Yeah. Two tight end touchdowns. Oh, oh, you're gonna pick the Flames to win. Yep. He didn't yep. pick BYU. He didn't pick Arkansas. Okay. He's just trying to jump on the. I'm Joe going. Yacht Jonathan train. Bennett's gonna throw for over 250 yards and three touchdown passing touchdowns. And the Flames are gonna win. Oh, you're giving the Flames another one. Okay. Oh, we don't have time for you to yeah, okay. do the math here. And 14. What if she had said he throws for three touchdowns and then oh, she no. said they win like 17 14? Here's, your bowl, prediction. <laughs> no. Here's yeah. your bowl prediction. You ready for it? Then I'd be doing boy by boy. And I thought about this one. CBS Sports and I thought about this one. Here's your bowl prediction. <laughs> Get to the bowl yeah, prediction. Yeah, go ahead. Go. My bowl prediction yeah. is Rocket Rahimi oh. has two interceptions in this game. Okay. And finishes the regular season college football as the interception leader. Name. Wow, that's, that's pretty good. big deal. Okay, he's thank tied you so right much now, isn't it? for listening so, yeah. or watching. Anything else it's, before we go? It's no. bold. It's Matt's, a prediction. Matt's leaving on it's us. We'll see you right back here next week, hopefully after a so, Flames win. Wins are more, more fun to Flames Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Yeah. We're going to get Joe on the energy drink before next week. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's hot in season. <laughs>